0: the conversation podcast
1: have the conversation podcast have the conversation podcast we have the conversation podcast
0: have the conversation podcast
2: real people real conversations i am pumped to be part of have the conversation
1: this week we sat down with Jeanette of elemental clarity in dallas texas Jeanette is a landscape architect turned classical feng shui consultant
2: you can already imagine why we wanted to speak with her, because let's face it, we know nothing on the topic.
1: I know. Post-episode, I did some deep dives in Mingua and Kua and all the other uas. Me too. Learning my personal numbers and even that my house has a birthday has been really crazy. Okay, we don't want to give it all away, but when you're finished listening and you want to connect with Jeanette, visit ElementalClarity.com for all things Feng Shui.
2: I just wanted to ask, like, what is Feng Shui and am I even saying it
0: right? <laughs> yeah. What is feng shui? Feng shui is the study of how your environment affects you. So contrary to popular belief, where a lot of people think it's interior design, true classical feng shui from the ancient texts, it's about form and environment and the energy that's created with mountains and water and wind and land. And now we live in these built environments with apartments and homes and skyscrapers so now it's more, what is the form around you and how does it affect you? So you could think of okay. like a really small space. Think of like a dive bar. That has a vibe. Think of a rooftop bar. That has a different vibe. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And you got your start in landscape design. Is that correct?
0: I have a master's in landscape architecture. So Architecture, okay. Yes. I moved out here to Dallas in uh, for landscape architecture. Practiced that for a couple years.
1: <laughs> yeah. And was it a natural fit to kind of then move into
0: Feng Shui? Like how are the two similar and what made you want to kind of yes. switch? Yes. So it started when I was getting my degree. It started by because I was writing a lot of papers about form and land and I kind of stumbled across Feng Shui and I joke because in a lot of the, like, when you quickly Google it, it's about getting money and getting love. That's like what everybody wants to use feng shui for. I was <laughs> writing my papers about different things, but in college, the college side of me was like, wait, I can get money and luck and boys like this. is yeah. cool? <laughs> Like, huh? Move my couch <laughs> and get a million bucks. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and the men just come to me. Like, how cool is that? Um... <laughs> So it's a little not that, but so I stumbled into it and uh, started writing papers about it and then started using it in my personal life. You can use it, you know, people now they say, oh, I don't want to use it or I don't want to do a consult yet because I don't live in my own home. I live in a shared space. I was using it in a college apartment with all kinds of roommates, right? It's all about just how the form affects you. So it was a natural fit to uh, because it all works together right so as I was designing spaces as a landscape architect there was a lot of the underlying principles of you know think of the Japanese gardens people find Japanese gardens so peaceful especially Portland those are like the famous U.S. ones right and it's all about this like winding path and it's all about this flowing path and that you go around the trees and there's always like something to catch your eye and that winding is just a nice natural flow of chi. It's a nice natural flow of energy. So there's reasons behind all the landscapes. Even like Central Park was uh, probably not feng shui, but a landscape architect designed it, right? That's not just a, <laughs> it didn't just fall out from the skies. Right, <laughs> <That one>. yeah. <laughs> there is a plan. Yeah, <laughs> So it did all kind of naturally progress together. Mm-hmm. And then I switched into so- sales. So... Now, being my own consultant feng shui boss, it all works out. (laughs) Yeah. Placed all your skills. Yeah. So what was the first time
2: when you incorporated feng shui into your life, just to give it a shot? To give it a shot. Man...
0: I wish I could think of the first time, and I wish I could think of, like, the first thing that happened. I'll have to meditate on this or something, so it'll come to me, but (laughs) all of that kind of blends together. There was it in the beginning, like, one, I remember the first thing. Well, one one of the big ones, but I think that this was just by circumstance. When I moved to Dallas, I did a feng shui, it's, like, Place this isn't classical feng shui. This is so there's two different schools. There's classical feng shui, which is the five thousand year old ancient. It's much more scientific, and there's like math behind it, kind of. <laughs> and then there's the Western Americanized btb feng shui, and it's a little bit newer, and it got really popular in the 70s and. It's much more do-it-yourself. So when you Google feng shui, it's going to be what pops up. It's going to be that tic-tac-toe grid where each of the squares is a different color, and it says career, money, love, success. And that's more about, like, placing end tables and here and putting something here to get X, Y, Z, right? That's much more about the placement. So I, through experimentation, started with that. And when I first moved to Dallas, I did this thing for love, and I put it's called your peach blossom cure. And it's a animal that is for your birthday that is supposed to attract love. And so I put this little rabbit in my apartment facing east. And like three months later, I had this boyfriend I dated for four years. (laughs) So for me, for me, I was like, holy crap, this rabbit just (laughs) like, but I then as I've gotten more into this, like it was a pretty cool coincidence. But Getting more into it, there's also this world called Bazi, and it's also in this Chinese metaphysics world and into Chinese astrology. And if you look at your, if you look at my Chinese astrology, it shows that love comes into my life that year. So I don't know if it was just kind of meant to be or coincidence, but. Um, I will say or the rabbit brought it or the rabbit you know I still have the rabbit I don't have the boyfriend exactly. <laughs> so, keep the rabbit lose the boyfriend exactly, You'll get another one. exactly <laughs> so what I will say is feng shui isn't now that I've truly honed in on classical feng shui I've been doing this now for almost eight years different forms and studying so I've trialed and errored right and Feng shui is never going to be this black and white obvious result of anything. You can't feng shui to then become a millionaire because it just doesn't work that way. So when you feng shui, life become, what I say is life becomes more serendipitous. What you want, your intentions, what you're working towards, if, if you're working towards a new job, opportunities come to you more. If You're looking for love and you're going on dates and you're taking the action, then it's just a little bit easier. Life's just easier when you have feng shui. But we don't know the steps that will happen. We don't know how it will appear. So, where it has really shown up in my life, but not overnight, is my goal was to pay off my ginormous, ginormous college loans before I was 30. It was projected to be a 10 year payout, and my first career, like my first adult job, my salary was not my my loans were bigger than my salary and I thought I don't know how this is going to happen but I'm going to pay off these loans and I you know feng shui and you just work and you believe and you work hard and I ended up getting it done in five years instead of 10. I got it done on my 29th birthday not even 30 so ah good job even better (laughs) even better so ahead of schedule yeah and so the way feng shui works with your actions is that I wasn't in landscape architecture very long. I listened to my gut along the way too. And it's, you have to be mindful too, when you're using energy. And so along the way, I thought, okay, this, this job is not fulfilling me. Like I'm not even using my talents really. And I miss working with people and all this stuff. I did the whole depressed lost year, you know, Anyway and you know that well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah I think you have to go through that a little you bit do. before you have the guts to grow mm-hmm. go find something I think yeah, so too medieval. so that happened and then but then the way I found this sales job which was something I was totally not educated in or had any knowledge about it just happens right like you meet the right people like I had adjusted my feng shui when I made the decision and people just kind of start coming and showing up and you have to pay attention so being present and you know mindful is good. And then in that route, adjusted the feng shui and negotiated a 17% pay raise. Again, no experience. So that was all just yeah. the luck, I guess. It's working for you. Working yeah. for yeah. me. And then after about a year of that, I went through another job slump. I felt like I had already I had already hit my quota. I had already like crushed it, was doing really well. And the, I just had already outgrown it. And again, adjust the feng shui a little bit. Another job with better benefits, with more money better opportunities so it's scenarios like that right feng shui has showed up in that these goals I set it helps me achieve my goals faster like my college loans like getting to my dream job which is being a feng shui consultant you know so that's how it shows up it's not just like a husband like that (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) when you say adjust your feng shui what does that mean like what do what do you mean when you say that what are you actively doing
0: yes so when you adjust your feng shui, the way you start classical feng shui is you look at the <clears throat> the year your home was built, the birthday of the people in the home, me, and then the way your home is facing with a compass reading. Okay. You take the year the space was built. This is true for commercial spaces. I help businesses as well. It's true for commercial spaces. You take it the year it was built. And then that's what I mean by a calculation. There's kind of a this calculation that you do similar to like how gravity has a calculation i don't get it but we know it works and like i'm sure if we yeah. i'm sure if we read we could figure out why it all works so because people have asked me well like how did the philosophers come up with this calculation i don't know i haven't done that deep okay. let me call it up real quick <laughs> yeah. <actually. laughs> yeah um but so it's like a quick calculation and then so if you have your floor plan it has wedges so instead of that tic-tac-toe it's a high wedge over your floor plan. Does that make sense? And each wedge is a different Mm -hmm. direction, North, South, East, West, Southeast. And the numbers that you get from your calculation, again, based on the birth date of the home and your birth date, those numbers appear in those wedges as well. Each of those numbers, they're also called stars. They represent energy and this is based on time. And when people read time off the big dipper and So that's where all that comes from. Each one of these numbers, one through nine, represents an emotion, an organ, an element, a body part, a person in the home. So many things are very dynamic. And so what a feng shui consultant does is they read the story that all these numbers are telling us. Like when all combined and when they interact, when one interacts with nine and seven interacts with two, like what does it mean for the person in the home? Like how will they be supported in that home? We can see things like, will you gain a lot of weight in this house? Will you have teeth problems in this house? Will you really? get good sleep? Yeah. Uh, we can see sometimes roughly mixed with your bazi as well. We can see when pregnancies are good, if miscarriages are going to be common. So to adjust the feng shui is looking at what are those numbers in your home and how do you work with them? So if I have an auspicious money energy that's good for communication and jobs. I go drink my coffee out in that area, right? I hang out in that area because I'm applying for jobs. Or if I'm looking for love, I work in the area that has more of like a romantic, helpful love energy like that. And bring your bunny. And you bring your <laughs> money. Yeah, you bring your money. Obviously. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't forget your bunny. So for the people who don't do like a full feng shui consult like that, because this is like something I'm trained in, right? That kind of requires me. What you can do is there's plenty of classical feng shui people out there that give monthly projections. And we can look at, without knowing the home's birthday, without knowing your information, every year there's annual energies. So like this year, the West has a very good money energy. So everybody this year, we don't know what's going on in the base of your home, but coming in from the West is good money energy so it's a good area to use so we look we look at that and and also just being intentional in your space btb sort of works in the i think it got really popular because i think it works really well with love of attraction putting to a really funny one is putting two end tables next to the bed brings love and it, that if that were actually true then everybody in a in the world who had a successful marriage would have two matching end tables that are perfectly balanced and you know but
1: it got popular i did something right there you, there you <laughs> go I know, I know there you go
2: <laughs> they might be from ikea but they are matching. No, so. no 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 <laughs> i
1: found these and like repurposed them and they're awesome there you go like, perfectly symmetrical <laughs> but there's
2: oh sorry cal i meant mine i
0: wasn't oh. <laughs> they're perfectly symmetrical <laughs> Yeah, Uh, yeah. but if that there's also plenty of people out there in different incomes that don't have end tables at all and they're happily married. So, but the reason that uh, what I'm getting at is that if you put those there with the intention of attracting love, like I did with the bunny, I had it, I place it with the intention of love is coming to me. That's where the law of attraction comes in, right? You set it, you declare it, and it comes. That's where I think that type of feng shui got really popular. So mm-hmm. if you don't have all of this, these numbers and everything. Approach that kind of feng shui that way.
2: How many numbers are there that you're working with? One,
0: there's one through nine. So, and that's why I mentioned the Big Dipper. There's seven stars you can see in the Big Dipper and two are hidden, but there's nine total. So... Again, this is like ancient, ancient, it's like ancient wisdom. So, you know, we know that they, everybody used to tell time from the stars and rotating and stuff like that. So it, it all kind of derives from that. So there's nine numbers.
2: And so you're looking at these numbers in the kind of pie chart
0: over the floor plan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And what is a story
0: that you come up with as an example? Well, recently I had a really funny one. I had teeth problems. Teeth is like the, <laughs> it's the funniest one to see, but also terrible because the dentist sucks. The funniest one. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so I moved into this apartment and I saw that there was a potential for teeth just to keep an eye on it. When we first see it, you move in, you don't not move into a home because there's potential teeth problems, right? It's just like a go to the dentist, lost more, like not the house to neglect your teeth. Well, 2021 in this apartment that I live in has the worst or it's called the misfortune star. The English translations to these stars are very scary, but misfortune misfortune is actually kind of a beast to work with. And it's coming right to my front door. It's not ideal at all, but I am just going to be the example for everybody else that you don't have to panic and move and what happens when something like that comes in i'm like okay that just means that i'm probably going to be more run down this year it mixes with an energy about like wisdom and kind of shows you're going to study a lot and you're going to become a little obsessive about like learning and getting things done and again it shows that i get a little more worn down well this misfortune on it also doesn't help this teeth energy combination right and sure enough, so Chinese New Year this year, I think was February 12th. So that's when we see the new energy come in. So to us, 2021 didn't start until February 12th. And okay. what month are we in right now? May? In, We're in May. In April. So February, March didn't take long for misfortune to set in. I haven't had a cavity in years. And like, I just knew it. I was, like, And I went to the dentist in December because I'm staying on top of it. And I went in December <laughs> and everything was fine. And then April rolls around the energies. Well, the other thing is, then you get monthly energy. And I don't ever worry my clients with this. But since it's what I know I'm like really paranoid and you could even look at the day but I'm I would drive myself nuts if I looked at what that is for the day that could be a rabbit hole I could totally I literally
1: wake up and check an app every day about my where my star alignment is oh really with co-star every day it could really it's like the first thing I do but does it drives me nuts yeah
0: when you hear something like not great right you're like oh I just wish
1: I didn't know this like well I know this one says things to like do or not do typically in that day or like kind of mm-hmm. what to avoid and I see the avoidance the rebel in me is instantly like I'm gonna do that today and I know I'm not supposed to
0: <laughs> good for you I flat out changed a flight yesterday because I saw I booked it on an aus- inauspicious day and I was like oh shit really? I'm to
2: change my flight <laughs> but see I wonder how much of that is self-perpetuating mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like if I knew I had a misfortune I think you said star mm-hmm. or or symbol at my front door every time I walked through my front door I'd be like oh man <laughs>
0: like oh, you're going around the house yeah <laughs> yeah Like, yeah. look over my shoulder do you know what yeah. I'm saying no you that's how I feel about knowing about like bad days sometimes I just wish I didn't look at I have like a it's called a tongue shoe and it's uh, got all these auspicious dates and I this is the first year I've had one and I was like Jeanette you've made it pretty far in life not booking your flights around this like <laughs> But when you have the energy at your, when you have the energy, you're just aware of it. Nothing is flat out bad. You can work with it. So like, for me, it's like, I just knew, I just know I'm probably going to get more word out. So like, I need to get workouts in. I need to go to the dentist. So the fun, the rest of this funny story is I felt it. I knew it. I really, I still go home to see a dentist in Kansas city. (laughs) Like when I visit my mom, I'm like, I just get it done while I'm there. I don't ever make the time for it here. (laughs) So, I was like, oh, I have to find a dentist. So, I did a meditation with sending white light to the tooth and was trying to heal it myself. And the pain went away for a little bit. And I was like, Jeanette, this is exactly, you can't be a hypocrite. This is exactly what you don't know when you have this or don't do when you have this knowledge. The point is, knowledge is power. Yes. And so, it's workable. You just, stay ahead of it so normally I would have ignored it but I knew misfortune and then specifically in April I had a sickness star come so it was just really a perfect storm of this cavity (laughs) and so rather than ignore it I put it off because it didn't hurt for 24 hours I went to the dentist and it ended up being like pretty bad she like found another problem in another tooth so the knowledge is power. You just go. You just you don't freak out when things happen. You just stay ahead of it, really, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, helps you. <laughs> so that's my that's the interesting. Uh, well, I don't want to go back a second
1: because how does how does the tooth problem show up in the numbers? Can you yeah. help me
0: oh, understand yeah, yeah. that? So which number is T? Yes. So how I mentioned all of the how I mentioned each one of the nine numbers has it's really dynamic. It has emotions. It has mm-hmm. organs it has body parts. The number seven is mouth, it's teeth. And when it's mixing with misfortune, right, it's, that's kind of, that's the basis of how those stories show up. Okay, We can see like tripping a lot if like threes, fives, and ones are all interacting together. It's like, oh, have you, this happened with a client. They just moved into like a temporary home before they sold their home, moved into a temporary one, they're moving again they'd only been for a couple of months and said, are you more clumsy in this house? Like, are you tripping more? She was like, yeah. She's like, I keep dr- in the kitchen. She's like, I keep dropping and like tripping over my own feet. I was like, I know. <laughs> uh, that's so crazy. I know. That is so wild. Mm-hmm. And then there's other yeah. things like, there's other things. And I want to say a disclaimer. Feng shui does not cure anything. Feng shui does not predict anything it can just give a little bit of insight because i've had people say what about if we have if i have cancer can it cure me no like that's there's better areas with more supportive energy to your health say you're sleeping in a bad area i'd be like we'll move your bed and hopefully this process for you goes better right um okay so we can't do any of that what was my point oh but i did see like recently we also see this interaction of earth and wood and water and it can mean like formation of lumps so that could be fat or that could be like lumps so there's years where it's like hey go get your breast exams um i just did a home and i mentioned this i said i don't know if this is in your family history so if you should stay on top of it in this new apartment or maybe just make sure you're going on those walks so it doesn't result in weight. And what she told me is is actually thyroid and she had been avoiding her thyroid doctor. And um I was like this is not the time or the place to do that. You need to go like look into that. So it can give you insight because homes kind of choose us too. If you don't I completely
1: agree with that. yeah, Yeah. Like my
0: everybody has a personal energy number. And these numbers, when you look at your floor plan, like my number in this apartment is smacked up in the center of the house, this uh, apartment, the lady with the thyroid, her personal energy number showed up right at the front door. You know, she was, and she knew like when she was searching, she was like, I love this place. This is mine. And I was like, I know, I know why you like it. <laughs> wow. So, and so when that happens, right. It's like, okay, well then you moved into this place, like go to the doctor then don't keep Mm -hmm. living your life the way you're doing like go check it out
1: this is gonna be a safe place for you to walk through that whatever it is that you need to deal with Mm -hmm. that's a really beautiful like statement honestly
0: yeah and we can see like it's really it's cool in the sense too i haven't personally had this but you can see if a woman's having a lot of miscarriages and they're really trying to get pregnant and it's just not working out in this house, sometimes it's in the floor plan. And it's like, this just isn't the home that it's going to happen in. That's where we also check the bazi chart. The bazi chart is the person, what they're going to go through. It's that Chinese astrology, what's going on in your life. Um, so the miscarriages could be because you're just not in the right year and it'll happen for you later. Or if it is your right time, the floor, the home might not be helpful to that. And so you should consider moving. So I haven't had that one yet, but I, when I was training and studying and stuff, we did a floor plan where we saw that actually. Yeah.
1: Have you ever walked into a space that you were just like, nope, (laughs) like like this just can't,
0: I can't be here. Yeah. Unfortunately I have.
2: (laughs) She's like every day. (laughs)
0: Unfortunately I have. I've been very lucky to have some pretty easy, at least to be in homes. Right. So when I have a lot of long distance, so this can be done virtually. Um, And so that's like kind of a blessing for me. It's way easier to do feng shui in person because I like, on top of being studying it, people, uh, I I just have like an intuitive gift for it, you know, and it kind of makes sense if I was drawn to landscape architecture and could feel a space and like I'm very good at feeling people and feeling energy. And now that I use it all the time, it's very tuned in. So, um, virtual can be good because it's like, I don't have to feel all of it, but, uh, yes, I have had some where I walk in and I, it's like hard for me to be there. Like my heart's just like racing and heavy, but you don't want to scare the client (laughs) and you don't want to, uh, just walk in. You're like, just burn it. yeah, it. (laughs) Yeah. But Yeah, those ones are difficult. Those ones are difficult. But normally, you know, they're comfortable in the home, but there's been so many series of events that are unideal that, like, they kind of know. That's why they end up calling me. They're like, this is not a coincidence at this point. Like, why does negative thing after negative thing after negative thing keep happening, you know? So it's something I can feel right away, (laughs) but then I stay and give them the answers. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So it's a feeling that makes you feel... Not good when you walk into a for me, it's not like anything you see, it's just how you're feeling about
0: it. There's also things I can see, but like the visual stuff that's where a little bit of a feng shui gets blurred, right? Because it's not interior design. So for me, I can feel it and I can get a sense that the flow is bad. Then there are things I see, like furniture arrangement, that's like this is blocking all of your energy, and so it's not ideal, it doesn't feel good, but that's never like the reason they're having a miscarriage that's never the reason they're mm, yeah. having health problems or bad sleep that's just like you'll feel better from this but the like the stories and the some things that give us insight on predicting a little bit is more written in the numbers in that calculation you have to mm-hmm. you have to see those to know
2: so when you walk into a restaurant mm-hmm. you can turn it off because you don't know the numbers yeah. for Okay. Okay. So it isn't something that every room you walk into, you're just
0: like overcome with some sort of emotion. No, no, no. Restaurants, public places, like no problem. There's a lot of people. So there's so much energy. Usually it's like light and vibrant and all that. It's homes that are a little bit more deep, right? Because our space is where we just dump all of our emotions and all of our, uh, like our home holds on to that. And I feel all of that with the person, but. Yeah, no, it's not, it, it, then it comes down to like the science of it. And what is, what's the science say? Mm-hmm.
1: I want to talk a little bit about the Chinese metaphysics. Can you go into that a little bit? Sure.
0: So people ask, is feng shui a religion? Is feng shui something you believe in? And how do you categorize feng shui? You categorize feng shui or I categorize, as part of Chinese metaphysics. The five major arts of Chinese metaphysics are Um, mountain, medical, divination, destiny, and physiognomy. So mountain, this is, well, let me back up. So all of these different arts work to balance the five elements. They all kind of come from the same time where they balance these elements for harmony. The elements are fire, earth, metal, water, wood. And when all of those are working smoothly together, there's harmony, there's balance. And so mountain, one of the arts mountain is like Tai Chi, Qigong, it's moving energy in the body. Medical is what we're most familiar with, which is like acupuncture. So when you go to an acupuncturist, they hope, like, oh, I mentioned all of your organs have an element, right? So if you're having anxiety and your heart is racing, that's the, your heart is fire. It's also the number nine. And so what the acupuncturists will do is they say, okay, let's add in a little bit of water to balance that out. Let's add in a little bit of earth. And so they poke you, earth is the spleen. They poke you in the areas to balance those elements. So if anybody's ever wondered what, how these acupuncturists, like why they're poking you where they poke you, that's more the traditional Chinese medicine approach. You know, there's people that do it based on other reasons, but that's like, if you went to one of these, Ancient or the traditional Chinese medicine acupuncturist. That's why they poke you where they poke you. Divination is another one, and that's forecasting and predicting, like the I Ching, or like throwing coins, getting predictions, asking at answers. Destiny is where that Bazi comes in. That's your Chinese astrology, what's written in the stars for your life. What are the chapters? I'm into that in a big way. <laughs> Bazi is Bazi it. is the most amazing thing I've ever discovered. I didn't know about it for the longest time, and oh my gosh, I'm currently training in it, and I love every second of it. It's so complex. How is it spelled? Bazi is B-A-Z-I. Okay, it's the cool. I'm gonna look into it. It's amazing, <laughs> and what <laughs> what that is is it's based on your birth year, time, location, and it shows different periods of your life in ten year chunks, and you've hear, you've heard of like. Year of the pig, right now we're in metal ox. So what is, okay, here, since we're on this, I hope this isn't too much of a tangent. Last year was year of the metal rat. Metal is lungs. We saw in the energies of the year that there would be this clashing, this something. They could, again, nobody predicted a pandemic because it is not a prediction tool, but we saw... Not me, because I'm not fully trained in Bazi yet, but the Feng Shui people, the Bazi people, they saw that there would be some kind of turmoil, some kind of sickness coming, and metal is lungs. So, metal rat lungs. So, this year we are in Yang, metal ox, and next year we are in, I don't know if it's Yin or Yang, but we're in Tiger, fire tiger. So, we have till the end of the year to really ride this out this whole idea of not feeling great, not feeling totally back to normal everywhere. Like that rides out to the end of the year until we switch into the tiger. And then things get much better. Travel comes back. Things are better. That fire in all of us is more supported and lit. So that's for the year. That's how we look at that. So in your Bazi, you have year of the horse, year of the snake, and each one of those, what they represent is seasons and they represent time and they represent elements. And so we look there how does this year with the this element this season interact with when you were born and what does it look like that that year will look like for you that and bazi is what they use for matchmaking and setting people up and helping women when they should time their babies they look at these bazi charts and
2: in a formal way mm-hmm. like doctors will look at stuff
0: like no, that no like um just how you know Parents matchmake, right? In that cu- in that oh, okay, culture, okay. they look at. It's like now where we read a newspaper and we're like, Sagittarius is a great match with an Aries. It's just like way, way more legit and way, way more yeah. proven and in depth. <laughs>
1: okay. Did you ever watch that Indian matchmaking show on Netflix? I did. It's fantastic. Yeah. But they talk, about, they kind of go into some of that stuff. Like this lady facilitates this stuff based off these numbers and it, it's And face phenomenal. reading and face reading.
0: So yeah. that leads me to the last one. Actually, great segue is physiognomy. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Which is physiognomy <laughs> and physiognomy is the study of form. So that can be palm reading and that be face reading. So yes, it is totally true that you can matchmake based on people's facial features. There's a whole art of face reading where like a large mouth can mean an abundance of wealth. My feng shui master, my teacher, she did a really interesting podcast about it because she knows how to do all that. And she was talking like Julia Roberts makes wealth in- mass quantities because Her she has mouth. such a big mouth uh and crap what does a small mouth mean? i don't know it i is. i have one and that's where she was like no she's like no janet it's okay it, it's like really it's really complex and all that so but then included in physiognomy in this study of form is feng shui so it is the looking at the form around you and what that form low ceilings open windows close quarters big space the form it, that's what we're saying with physiognomy so that's how i categorize that with the chinese well i don't everybody categorizes that as chinese metaphysics that's how it fits mm-hmm.
2: in and when you said that the energy changes every month that's more in terms of the bazi than it is the feng shui no
0: feng shui shows energies so annually based on the birth date of the home and like the direction. So there's all those, it's, it's two separate things. Oh, so the okay. monthly and okay. annual and yearly, and that's what annual is the, mo- the monthly energies that come in, the annual energies that come in, the energies that your home just has based on when it was built. That's all feng shui. Those numbers are all feng shui. But each one of these modalities all works with balancing the elements So all of metaphysics as a whole, that's how they find balance is by balancing fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. So sometimes I call feng shui like acupuncture for the home. You know, if you're having sleep problems, how do we look at what energy is coming in? Do you have like a, is there an element coming in that's not supporting your personal energy element? How do we balance the elements so that you feel better in your space?
2: And so when you say that it does change it every month, do you move things around every month? I know it's more than just moving things around, but...
0: No, I I don't. I, uh, I don't personally. So there can be like little things. There's little cures, like a couple, three stocks of bamboo, Chinese coins, a wind chime. I did it for a couple of months and it's just too much. Like, <laughs> it's just too much you're like I have a dog. <laughs> I appreciate that yeah, you're yeah. gonna be totally fine <laughs> without knowing monthly it's just funny when like things like the tooth thing happens, the five at my front door, I'm not worried about, right? I just am aware of it for the year. I'm going to write it out. I love the apartment. So that when something happens, you can just be like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, and so then when when April's energy wasn't ideal, what it was bringing in, it just made more sense to me why the cavity happened that year or that month, right? Cuz I was like, "I've done everything to avoid this." Yeah. And like <laughs> it just made sense why like the energy was one out. It's because it was like the perfect storm of everything, which doesn't always happen. I just was really lucky, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you uh read the book The Law of Attraction? The Secret? The Secret, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, oh man, I read it. I watched that Netflix thing like 20 times. I'm all about it. Yep. Have you watched the follow-up one? Um Okay, oh, I, I feel like there's two. Bob Proctor is talking about one, and then there's another one on Netflix. I have not seen Bob Proctor's, unless it's the same thing and they're just advertising it different. But I did see the follow-up one, and it was okay, right? It wasn't great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. <laughs> I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean,
1: just to, just to go back to see how like it really did apply. That's something. It's so funny that The Secret's been brought up several times through like various interviews yeah just this week alone really and and where you wouldn't even see it coming like you wouldn't associate that person with having anything to do with it and it's just funny how how it does work the law of attraction is is very very interesting
0: thing it is I mean yeah the re there I understand why they made it and it's good that they made that second one they talk about it so much right that everybody thought you could just sit on your couch and everything would happen to you like good for you and so it makes sense why they made another one but it's been so long um yeah like but I I suppose I had already I do so much of that research on my own with it and like in addition to the law of attraction there's 12 laws that have to happen that make sense for you to get everything you want you know cause and effect Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have all of them memorized but when you when you feng shui you have to have this mindset, this good mindset that you are going to make a change, right? I guess you don't technically have to, but how I was talking about earlier, you can adjust your space, but if you don't believe, so there's, okay, this is going to get big for you guys, but there's this thing called the cosmic trinity. The cosmic trinity is that basically you have control over, There's it's broken down into thirds, And you have control over two-thirds of your life. One-third is heaven. It's grace. It's luck. It's what's already predetermined a little bit. It's your heaven. That's 33%. Then you have man luck. That's 33%. That's your actions. That's your hard work. That's your mindset. That's like what you do out in the world. And then you have the other 33%, which is your earth luck. Earth luck is your environment. Are you in an environment that is supportive to you? Are you trying to be... I don't know why beet farmer just came to my mind are you trying (laughs) yeah I I must have like office on the mind or something yeah Yeah. (laughs) if you're trying to be like a beet farmer in a desert that environment is not supportive to you there's a really cool statistic that like there's a baby born like every four seconds or every four minutes so if that's true and you know about astrology and bazi and that the stars and the planets and timing affect your birth well then there'd be five Jeff Bezos's you know, because they're all born the same time in the same chart, but if one was born in Africa, one was born in Russia, and one was him born wherever he was born, did that environment, did the upbringing, your parents, the where you lived, all support, and then did your actions, right, so did the heaven help, did you and your actions help, and did the environment all help this one goal that you have, and there could be another Jeff Bezos out there, like, killing it in his community <laughs> but he's farming those beats. farming those beats but uh yes yeah, so uh mindset with your feng shui it's it's really important that we go into it and I ask people what are your goals so many people they want feng shui to feel better but it's like what do you want to feel better to then do how when's the last time you sat down and thought what's the rest of this year look like what do I want it to look like what do I want the next three years to look like so many people are living in the future and worried about the future, but they don't even know what they want the future to look like, right? And so with feng shui, okay. it's like, let's feng shui, let's adjust the space, use the space, use the money energy to get you a new job, use the health energy to help you feel better. But we have to be working towards something, you know, you got to be there, has, and, and then your mindset, your actions have to align That's where the law of attraction sort of comes in. You declare what you want and then your actions have to support that. And then you just believe and know it happens. So all all of this stuff works together, right? You wouldn't really know it, but Mm -hmm. all of that that law of attraction mindset is like the man luck stuff. And then feng shui is the earth luck. So I help people really combine both so that when your mind and your actions are aligned with the energy of your space, you get everything you want.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I find that so intriguing, because I feel like in the Western world, we don't really have something that's all-encompassing, like the Bazi with the feng shui, with, you talked about one other thing, I think, all together. We just have, like, our religions and our careers Mm -hmm. and (laughs) our family. It's like, try to just get through the day and make it work. There's not, like, an underlying... Real sense of a force or something working with you or for you. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: yeah, we're a little detached from it. Yeah. But every 20 years, we change periods of time. Currently, we're in period eight and we're transitioning into period nine. Some feng shui masters already argue that period nine is here. Period nine is a feminine energy. Notice that, like, this woman power thing is like taking over everywhere you go. People are all excited about women power and women rising and being seen. This nine energy that's coming in for the next 20 years is all about that. Some feng shui masters predict that we'll have our first woman president here very soon. And with all of that is also the head, it's the eyes, nine, right? And we start, the world starts to, do things more on what you were just describing a little bit more like what's the energy behind this like people are starting to become more aware of like this whole intentions thing and this whole energies all around me idea um and so we really adapt into that eight what we're currently in is was hands it's like brick and mortar so a lot of people went the like brick and mortar route and Um, building and crafting and it was also the youngest boy and so it's funny like uh, some of these masters and grandmasters joke about like trump throwing temper tantrums like it's the youngest boy energy (laughs) uh and so (laughs) and, and then also like look who um facebook guy mark Something Zuckerberg. <laughs> He was really young. You saw a lot of these really young men like become really wealthy quickly, right? That was a lot of this. So this whole woman thing and vibe that we're all feeling and seeing coming is not a coincidence. It's it's
1: our time, y'all. It's our time. It's, about.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's about time. Yeah. That's really
1: what are some of the things that people can do today, maybe to kind of get their energy in their space? A little bit more in line
0: with their goals yeah so there's three major areas that i think are the most important and your first first major one is your bedroom how is your bedroom set up it doesn't matter the it doesn't matter the energies in the space or the numbers well it does but that's why i have a job but it does matter but what can you do what can you do on your own Look at you. Don't have to know that, <laughs> right? Is what you're saying. <laughs> okay. right. How is your um, bedroom arranged? If you have two symmetrical IKEA end tables, you are rocking it. <laughs> if, uh, but look at like, um, look at your headboard first. Look at your headboard. If you are not having the best sleep, do you have a headboard? Is your head at a window? Is your bed against a window? We don't really want your head at a window. We would like a solid wood or upholstered headboard. It's supportive. This is where energy is coming to you while you're at your most vulnerable, right? When you are recharging. So we'd like you centered in a wall um, so that energy can flow all the way around you. We would like a solid headboard that doesn't have storage. Those iron headboards are not good. Think of like a sharp energy coming at your head. And then you don't want any storage underneath either. You want energy to be able to flow all the way around it. So a headboard is always the first thing I'm talking to people about. Um, If financially that does not make sense for you to go buy or build a headboard, look at the mirrors in your bedroom. The quickest results I see are when people take the mirrors out of their bedroom. If you are laying in your bed and you have a big mirror and you can see your reflection, that's no good because mirrors, they push and pull and move around all the energy. So mirrors are really great for like tight hallways. if you have like a dark, narrow hallway in your condo or your apartment or your home. Put a mirror in, putting a mirror in there like moves that energy, pushes it through the space. But if you're trying to sleep and you're trying to relax and you're trying to get energy and you have a mirror like charging it all up and shooting right at you, um, I see really fast results with people getting rid of that mirror. So those are two, those are the two big bedroom things that people can do right away. Mm -hmm. And then another good area is look at your home desk office area. Um is oh god <laughs> I know I already have a lot of work to do. Is, is it um is it inspiring to be at? Are you excited to be there? Do you feel empowered at your desk? A tall back chair. You have a great chair, tall back chair supporting you. Like again, this is kind of your headboard of your desk, right? It's like And normally I sit um, flat against this wall, but the lighting, you got the window, (laughs) so I rotated for you, but you having a nice, thank you for changing that for us. (laughs) Um, But having, having a nice solid backing chair or, and, or wall is really good. That's like, think of a king or a queen, right? They have, they're supported in their throne. And that leads me to, you want to be facing your space. You don't want your back to the door because again, think of a king or, king or queen. Like you're saying like anybody could come up behind you. Now these days we're not worried about like Vikings coming and stabbing us, but like you, you're you kind of- Think s- for yourself, <laughs> i live with some savages. <laughs> you're, saying, uh, you're saying no to that money energy that you're trying to create that um, I've had- really cool success stories where all we've done is rotate their desk and they've seen immediate results in their business because they're welcoming with open arms, that energy, that money, energy coming to them. And so think about, yeah. Do you feel important? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel stable at the desk? I'm actually not like a huge hater, hater of clutter. Um, it's not written in the ancient texts about like don't have clutter, right? 5,000 years ago, that was not like a thing. So technically <laughs> clutter is not um, like terrible. It's the reason it's become looped in with feng shui and like piles and clutter is because it, it psychologically disrupts how we feel, right? Your in, sure. your environment, your external is a direct reflection of your internal there is a reason when you clean your kitchen or you clean up the piles everywhere that you feel better and easier. And there's a reason it becomes cluttered and there's piles everywhere in the first place because you feel busy and all that. So it's a direct reflection. So it's not technically a part of feng shui. So you can have piles and a little bit of organized chaos on your desk. But as long as you feel like... Good. Put something that makes you feel rich. Like, is it a gold picture frame? Is it an orchid behind you? You know, put something that, like, makes you feel expensive and important at that desk. Mm -hmm. And then the third area that's good to look at is your front door, or the door that you walk in and out of every day. It's not good to have shoes and coats and keys and crap thrown there, because when you leave, like, That's not, you know, fun to see when you're leaving, you think, oh, I gotta pick all that up when I get back. And then when you get in, you maybe had a good day and you're like, oh, I have to pick all this up. You know, it's just a distracting thing. So when you're entering and leaving your home, like again, if you could find a closet that's like right inside your front door instead that you can put all that and maybe you just have to walk a little bit further, but you can put it away. That's really helpful. Like what's at your front door? That is inviting and greeting your energy. Do you have nice plants that are alive, welcoming and beautiful energy? Um, Nice dead plants (laughs) at your front door. Like, because what does that say, you know? A misfortune. Right, right. What does that say? Like, hey, energy, come to my home. Give me all this good luck. But also, I'm not going to take care of this at all. I just expect you to come and give me all this greatness, and I'm going to disrespect you along the way, right? It's like kind of as basic as that. So, um, no plants is better than dead plants, and like <laughs> sweeping is good, and just having it nice and free because, um, you just want that you want it to come in super easily, you want it to just flow right on in, and you want to feel empowered. It helps that mindset, which is so important to activating all this energy from your home that you're using. Mm-hmm.
1: In your experience, have you noticed that, like, light and window placement, does that play a part into the energy in your home?
0: Mm -hmm. So our chi, our energy comes in through doors and windows, right? So natural, bright light coming into your space is wonderful, always. You really can't get too much of it. Where you don't need it as much as in your yin spaces. Yin is that calm, nurturing, chill energy. So, like your bedroom. So, you don't really need or want, you want some good curtains if you have like two story bedroom windows. But the bigger the window, the more light coming in, the more yang the space. So all that natural light, all those big windows are great for the living rooms and the family rooms and the active areas. And then in your room, it's okay for it to be a little bit smaller and more quaint and a little bit darker because you're, that's the mood that you need to recharge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, brightness, light, all of that because sun and earth, the uh, feng shui starts from the outside in. So when I do a consult, we look at what's going on around. How's that home next to you? Do they have a tree that's like, you know, messing up your windows? Do they have a light post or do you have a tree that's right in front of your front door which chops the energy in half? So that energy that's trying to pour in. Picture energy as you think about this and you think about your space and if anybody's inspired to rearrange everything after this. (laughs) Picture energy (laughs) as a big bucket of water and you pour in that bucket of water it's ginormous you pour it in your front door where does that water go does it settle and pool like so for anybody that has a wall right in front of the front door that's really hard to work with like i would never advise buying a home with a wall that's right at the front door because your energy tries to come in and then it just sits there that wall says no. it block right so with this tree from your neighbor from your front yard um if you pour it in, that tree cuts it in half, it splits that energy, so you don't get as much, right, so if you have a home with a tree that's right in front of your front door, and you've been wondering if you should take it down, take it down, (laughs) good things will happen, and then like think of like a larger home, you pour in that energy, and is it pooling in the center, or is it flowing through all the homes, those big atrium tables, those round tables in front of homes are great, because it stirs it up and it sends it all the different directions and um same thing that you don't want like a set of stairs like a staircase right in the center when you open that front door because all that energy goes straight up which is usually where the bedrooms are right and we don't need all that energy up there we need it in the offices in the kitchen in the living room so
1: mm-hmm. picture
0: when you're working in your space okay i poured in a big bucket of water how's it flowing through my office? How's it flowing through my kitchen, you know? Or is it stopping? Does
1: color play a part into Feng Shui?
0: Yeah, so color is, yes. So colors represent different elements. And each of these stars also have colors with them. So like nine is fire. Our fire colors are reds, bright oranges, purples, magentas. So if we need to balance out wood and earth, there's a gap there right fires what links the two then we can add in some of that earth is our beiges our light yellows all of our skin tones the you know the neutral colors then uh, metal is our gray and our white and our metallics so gold silvers rose golds that's there Water is. I'm like picturing the cycle as I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, water is contrary to popular belief. It is black, not what, not blues. Yep. Think like the, what? think like the bottom of the ocean. You and it's black, yeah. deep, deep, deep navy blues. And then I personally include like really dark, dark, dark purples. I include that as well. But those dark colors, basically black. That's water. And then wood is your teals and your greens and your blues and those turquoise colors. Uh So, yes. Um, I recently had some people ask me about, he was talking about he just moved into an apartment and he wanted to paint all these accent walls and he wanted orange in the bedroom and this like teal in the living room. And without knowing any of the information, (laughs) um, Right? Uh, Yeah, without knowing any of the information, like about all the numbers and the science, I was like, think about what orange in that fire is going to do to you. So, uh, what people can do if they are looking to make some adjustments, I created a really easy cheat sheet, a personal energy number cheat sheet. And the link is everywhere YouTube, Instagram, my website. And basically, you just go and you look at your birthday, you look for your birthday in the row, then there's a male female column next to your birthday you that personal energy number you have is there every okay. personal energy number has an element to it so if you're redecorating your bedroom this is what me and this man were talking about he was the wood element and i said by having this orange this bright colored wall while you're sleeping it's not going to support you because fire think of that elemental cycle fire suppresses wood right it burns what it wears you out So no, (laughs) I don't know if you listened to me. I don't know if you liked my answer or not, but um, that was my reasoning for that. In the bedrooms, just being like neutral and calm as possible is really Mm -hmm. what you want. Yeah, you don't need it to be, and like you don't really want a lot of plants because plants create energy, plants, right? They grow and they take away the energy that you're using to sleep. So bedrooms being really neutral is ideal the way to do it the way to
2: do it I saw on your website you talked about two things you talked about Ming Gua I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm saying it mm-hmm.
0: right. that's just your person it's just another word for personal energy number Ming Gua is the true okay. uh it's like the Chinese way there's also kwa, I don't even know how to say it, right Kua or Kua K-U-A personal energy number Ming and kwa number are all the same thing
2: and they're like your birthday and all the, the time you were born and stuff like that.
0: It's so this is just based on your birth year. And then if you're a January or February birthday, you have to check when Chinese new year was, but you really you just add your birth year together. And that's your personal energy number. Bazi and the numbers and the elements with that are different to Feng Shui. So you could have a personal energy number three that is wood. And so when we look at your feng shui floor plan, we look at like how I was saying homes find us, right? Where's that Mm -hmm. three in your floor plan? And what is it interacting with? Is it in your bedroom? Is it supported? So you have good sleep in your office? Is the money, money energy coming to your personal energy number to support you? Or is it clashing with things is it a not smooth relationship again like wood controls earth so where do we we need to add in some fire to blend that relationship so you feel better right so we look for your personal energy number in that floor plan and how it's interacting with those nine numbers and then in bazi based on birthday time location and all of that you could be fire something or earth something so it's set it gets kind of confusing but it's two separate things <laughs>
1: And it's just how they work together with you, the individual, and the space. Yeah,
0: so we look at Bazi, and okay. we say, like, this is what the timing of the year brings. This is, you have a lot of change coming this year, or love is coming into your life, but your home, I'd say you're, like, really ready to get married, and love is coming to your life, and you just don't feel it. We look at then the feng shui. Feng shui is, like, the stage for how you can perform so is the home supporting this performance in these actions mm-hmm. right if you're in a new york in new york and you're in a 500 square foot apartment with no windows and you're trying to get a job promotion like we really need to find the apartment that has the one window letting in the money energy you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 so two separate things what is a cure so a cure is a translated cure as in a way to help the the stars the energy that's not ideal so like this five that i have at my front door cures are objects now i'm not a big proponent of objects and the true classical feng shui people aren't either form is form you can't change with the mountains and the energy and the trees and what is coming in directionally right that rabbit isn't going to change <laughs> isn't totally going to like change everything but there are certain things like wind chimes and the three bamboo stocks and six chinese coins that we place in certain energies to help what is the significance of the coins there's a whole story behind it the coins uh, there's six chinese coins and okay so The misfortune star is five. It is also Earth. What do we need in this cycle to put down Earth is metal. So six gold coins. And then there's even more, especially these coins, they're very in-depth. There's like a square in the center, Mm -hmm. which represents Earth. The round represents metal. So together, it is this metal that is balancing out this Earth misfortune energy that's coming. That's how that works. Yeah. So cures are they're a little they're like a peace of mind they they're what help you work with your space and balance out your space cure is also i probably use on my website a little bit too as like creating that balance Um, when again i keep using wood and earth but let's say fire and water are clashing right water controls fire in our cycle wood balances it out so if we have a lot of water dimming this fire dimming this light where we need it we add in wood to smooth out that relationship. So you could call it a cure to put in wood to cure that balance.
2: Balance it out, yeah.
0: Okay. The, the added elements. That's so neat.
2: Does having pets affect your the
0: feng shui of your space? No, it doesn't. Great question. No, it doesn't. I don't have a cat, but I see you have a cat. I hear, I, yeah, I hear, I like, and I haven't actually even had a client that had a cat yet, but. Which is odd. Now that I got it, but um, but cats are kind of like a little psychic, right? They have this sixth sense to them, and so I, my teacher, told us that she did this home that was haunted, and cats have a sense about them, and or no, the home that not haunted. She couldn't figure out the age of the home, which is like, so the home says it was built in like 1950 something, which means the home's birthday would be a five. And we'd need that. That number is very important to dictate all the other numbers, right? But it just wasn't the way the numbers were on the floor plan. It wasn't making sense. What that story said wasn't equating to what happened in life. So they realized that the roof had been redone and when a whole roof is taken off of a home or when a home is totally rebuilt the birth date changes and anyway so she followed this cat and she watched the cat (laughs) to see how the cat like where it really liked sitting and where it really liked being because the cats will find the good energy so okay yeah the cat, cat dogs gotta love them but they're not as smart and they don't tell you anything really. <laughs> the, the good energy is wherever you're going. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my exactly. God. Exactly. Yeah. But cats can kind of like, and even like little kids, you kind of look at, you know, where, not to get like too creepy, but if they're like, whoa, I just saw something, mom, and, you know, it's like, what's going on over there?
2: Well, I had the weirdest thing happen to me. This was like maybe a month and a half ago, but I was, both my cats were sitting on the stairs. And I was like, I walked right up to them, probably like two stairs beneath them. And I'm like talking to them because that's what I do, because I'm a crazy cat lady. <laughs> And they're both just staring right over my shoulder. And I felt like <gasps> chills.
0: Chills when I just got chills.
2: It it was and they just kept like, I'm here and they're just staring right past me and they wouldn't stop. I ran down the stairs
0: and ran into our room and I was like, Clayton. Our house is haunted. (laughs) I was like, what just happened? So, there is a, and I don't tell clients this unless they want to know ahead of time and unless it makes sense, but there is a combination of energies, one, five, and six, that kind of links heaven, earth, and man. And so, sometimes that's where like more psychic things happen. So Let's say your home, this probably is not the case. This is probably just like one of those things. And my house is surrounded by it. Maybe maybe you have like yeah. a cool spirit come and visit you. But there are times where say like one of those energies comes in for the month or the year and it links all three. That's when like those things kind of show up sometimes. So like in your home, you might have a six and a five there, a one and a six, and then that day or that month, that other energy opened up that thing that day you know that portal. The portal opened.
2: The yeah, cats found I it. fully believe in that. Yeah, yeah, and they were staring right at it. I personally like, wouldn't. Looking at I
0: wouldn't want. I mean, I guess like pff, I say this, I'm gonna be the one looking at my own floor plan. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know, but I guess I will not be able to avoid it. But that I will have to. Will know. Have to yeah. know. <laughs> so,
2: you believe in in haunting.
0: I don't, I don't see it as haunting. I, I lost my dad a year ago, almost two now. And I totally believe that I talked to him more and I'm closer to him now that he is this spirit. I had a meditation the other day where I was meditating and I like felt him with me. I felt him. I felt like I was getting a hug. And in my head, I thought there's candles at the front, um, you guys are in Dallas. I'm in Dallas. It was at breathe meditation. And There's candles in front of you. And I was like, okay, if this is actually him, like when I open my eyes, like have one of these candles be out and the candle right in front of me was gone. And so oh, I, I, I know it was really cute. I cried for like the whole day. <laughs> but I bet, so, beautiful. I so I do believe that, yeah, that there's spirits and there's energy. And um, that's a blessing. I think it's a great thing. I don't think there's as much bad out there as people think. I don't think that there's yeah. haunting. It's or, not
1: a scary. Yeah. yeah. It's not a scary thing. That's the
0: movies. Yeah. I mean, I've totally fallen for it. Like I'm still like, Oh, yeah, um,
1: yeah. But I don't
0: think that it'd be. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. But in real
1: world, your experience, that hasn't been the case. Right, it's been right. more of a peaceful thing. That's always been my experience as well. Yeah. Um, I, f- I found it interesting that you said earlier that Not only is it just the numbers, it's the numbers of all the people within your home. Mm -hmm. Because my kids, I think, did you say it was the one, the five, and the seven when
0: those three are? So it would just be when. They have an earth connection. Mm -hmm. It's one, five, six. And it would just be your form when three people, like if you and your significant other and your child together were a one, five, and six, that's not going to unlink anything. It's when it's like in your home's floor plan. Mm Mm-hmm yeah because there's also no five personal energy number actually so okay that's not even yeah it couldn't happen that way specific to the space Mm -hmm. but like I had a home where she had a one five uh it was it was one it was two five one in this one area but the daughter was a six and so I a little bit and it was in like the northeast and the northeast is a six palace and so I was a little bit like let me know if you're and this lady was totally comfortable with it. So let me know if your daughter's a little like talking to herself or like seeing some stuff. Cause in that sense, when it's just you connecting to your form, it might be and she's a little subconscious. She was like two years old, right? So she's just like mm-hmm. she's in that age where it was it, it'd be easier and more likely for that to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's so interesting. <laughs> wow. That's so interesting. God, this is also interesting. I feel like- I, I agree.
0: I think researching Bazi is going to be my new part-time job. <laughs> oh, it is so cool. Yeah, you should totally get a reading one day. It is, it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. And it, I love talking about feng shui and helping people realize it's not interior design. Yeah. my mm-hmm. This mission that I have moving forward is you can take control over your life. You know, I grew up in it homes where it was everything was life was against me, you know, it was happening to me, not for me. And I don't have any control of this. When you know that you have 33% man luck and you have this 33% earth luck and you can create like as much support as you need to help you get better. And it's not about totally renovating your home. And it doesn't matter if your home looks picture perfect or if you have terrible taste or if you don't have any money to go buy a new couch, like, you just simply repurpose reposition what you already have or you have your coffee in a different area like for me i have a porch i have a balcony in the west so every morning i'm opening those windows i'm having that's where the money energy is coming in this year i'm having my coffee out there in the morning i'm making sure that those windows are open because there's only so much you can do in one space you're not going to totally change everything every year right so you interact it's how you use the energy it's not how you decorate the energy and, and that's what's, it's so empowering to me, at least I think so that it, with this law of attraction world and all of this great stuff that's coming up where people realize they can go internally and change their mindset and these limiting beliefs when you can do all that, but deep emotional trauma diving can be tough and working through all these things can be tough and forgiving your whole past can be tough. And so what I love about feng shui is Yes. To become a better person, you do have to slowly tackle all of that. But feng shui is fun, it's tangible, and it it's a little bit quicker, you know. You could throw yourself into a center where you're getting therapy every day and you're really working through it, but instead you're slowly reading these self-help books and you're also like you know your space is bringing you goodness and support and you know like great things are coming to your front door and that these plants remind you that you're – you know money energy is supported and that's exciting and so you know like it's a literal way to look at the life is happening for you you know yeah rather than just saying that mantra <laughs> yeah yeah so so I like, it is it's i like that. Your mindset yeah because it's emotional stuff can be tough i'm all for it i help people through it a lot of people come to me after grieving or while they're grieving because they want to change they don't want to move you know but they need that boost of energy and so we're always talking about things like that. I do end up kind of becoming this coach, this pat on the back, you know, because it's all a part of it, you, you know? So, but I like feng shui because even though the word is scary and it sounds like it's just design and it, it's kind of gotten manipulated over the years, it really is just like how gravity works. We know it. It's around us. It's always happening. Feng shui is always happening. Energy around you is always there, right? So just how do you use it to your advantage?
1: so that. beautiful
0: <laughs> I feel very strongly but like can you tell
1: yeah <laughs> no, it's so good but it it's such a gift that you're able to help people get you know for themselves and like you said they don't have to destroy their whole home and start again yeah. you know I, I think that, that's a really beautiful thing that you're able to like you said coach people through and, and help them find that balance
2: it's a really neat thing that you offer
0: yeah it's a hope it gives people a little bit of hope too it mm-hmm. should.
2: Yeah. yeah it's kind of like the shopping trip to get all your gym stuff before you decide to like get in shape like you get the shoes to support you and the clothes and you feel excited and it just helps set you on the right path you know what I mean yeah that's
0: that's a fun job it is cool. and then it's just keeping up with people I always so I check in at 30 days I check in at 60 days and I make sure they do it
2: because yeah. I'm yeah. so
0: excited for them and I'm like so many great things are coming their way and then life yeah. kind of happens so the way it works is I come to you if I can the first meeting and we do the physical stuff and we adjust and I ask all these questions I look at the floor plan and I'm like is this kind of happening is this kind of happening like the tripping right mm-hmm. how's this how do you feel in this some we go over the science and then I kind of read the story later but that first time I'm moving I'm doing the practical stuff with them because I know that when I leave they won't do it and so I make sure (laughs) that we get as much done together as we can because I know how much greatness can come from it I've seen so many great things come from it simply rotating desks and letting energy flow in by moving a couch you know so that stuff does make a difference and yeah I'm trying to think can you share a success story with that? I was just thinking that. I was like, what's like a good one? So I personally love the college loans story from my own experience. Yeah. That is like such a good feeling, right? I have another one where let's see. This is a shared space experience. This client of mine was living back home with her parents. She I gone to college and kind of fell into like the bartender, waitress, like miscellaneous jobs, life, and then decided she was going to go back to nursing school. But then all of this stuff was happening, right? So she was like, I don't want to learn all these classes and I don't want to go to school online. Like, I'm just going to, I want like a job, but I don't want to be getting by with these miscellaneous jobs. So she's like, but I'm in this shared space. How do we do this without doing the whole home? and that's okay i don't want anybody to be deterred by if they share the space with other people because again it's not about redecorating it's not about painting totally it's a wonderful like thing you can do with it but it's about how you use the energy of the space so we did her room specifically we looked at the energies where they were coming in we adjusted some things put in some black in a certain area and i we removed like moved a mirror around And then I said, okay, when you're applying for your jobs, I want you to apply, like send your resumes and stuff over here. I want you to have your morning coffee on this side of this porch at this home, because that is gonna get you recognized. That's a good place to have your phone calls and that energy, like it's called like fame and reputation, right? But it gets you seen, it's a good place to be in. So I was like, have your coffee over there. Within a month, maybe two, she got like a 75% pay increase because she went from being this waitress bartender to jumping the ladder at some of these like medical jobs and becoming higher up. So she got a 75% pay increase in about like a month or two months. And we all know during this time, like how long it takes to find a job. Like if you were like, oh, everybody's looking for a job and nobody's necessarily like hiring right away, this is all coming back and it's all gonna be okay, but this was the peak of it, right? Right. And uh, so, yeah, in a month, she got this awesome promotion. Well, new job with great benefits, great pay increase. And she was in a shared space. So it was okay. She didn't have to do anything to the home. Nobody in the home needed to even know, (laughs) right? It's just how she used (laughs) the space. There's another person who couldn't afford a consult, but we were on the initial Zoom call that I do to ask and we talk about how the whole process works, if it's a good fit, blah, blah, blah. Um, And at the time it wasn't a good fit. She needed to wait, but I said, okay, but let's look at your space now. And we kind of did similar to what I talked about. Like, let's think about your bedroom, think about your office. Well, her desk was facing the window and it was, so her back was to the room and I said, okay, rotate it and see what happens. Don't worry about the wires behind. Don't worry about all of that. Just rotate it. See how you feel. She is somebody that makes products, and within and and she has them at these boutiques. She brought a new product. I go to this place. I have to client confidentiality. That's what I'm talking about. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <Then> I go <laughs> to this place, and I like hear her name being mentioned a lot, and I like hear her being talked about. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. So at the end of the week, I said, hey, did you by any chance ever like see any? You know, did anything happen? And she was like, yeah, I brought in my stuff on Tuesday and was sold out. I sold out that day. And I have three boutique, new boutiques that called me to like want to hold my product. And that was like all in a week. Eventually we did do her home and we found out she was in money energy. So rotating it, she had to have her back to it the whole time. She was using it, like saying no to it the whole time. So It can happen really I'm Calling qu- out my floor plans after this. Yes, it can happen really quickly. It can happen, it can take a little longer. It just depends what you want, you know, and mm-hmm. depends on what you have to work with.
1: And what you're open to as well. Like you said, that mindset. Yes.
0: Because I have I have done a business space some business spaces. Normally everybody calls me for a reason and they're ready to go. And they're like all in and they're but I did have a business space that <laughs> I'm not sure why she called me. Cause she really didn't seem up. It's, it happens a lot too. Like I kind of have to moat. I kind of have to kick people in the ass a little bit. It's like, you want the change then let's do yeah. it. Like, don't make the excuses. Yeah. Like, let's go. I have to be a little bit hard on them. And because change can be scary, but like if rotating your desk brings you more money, if working out in this corner of your home, instead of this corner in your home helps your health exponentially if removing the clutter from under your bed helps you sleep better and then you have more energy at your job and then you're meeting more people and then you're making more money, like, is it really that hard? And I get it because your external being the direct reflection, that stuff isn't just stuff. It's a representation of things you don't want to let go of. It's emotion. So Mm -hmm. I get it, but you also called me for a reason. So we're going to get some results. But I I had a business and there was things like I would asked her to paint a wall a different color and I asked her to just get like a very simple water feature like a bed bath and beyond water feature and put it in the hallway and I said that's going to bring in more money and that's going to help you know your clients want to stay and your clients want to interact more and then this is going to bring in more steady revenue but this person truly didn't want to do it and I I don't I can only do so much (laughs) so Mm -hmm. but also it's
2: there's like the mindset too if you aren't willing to turn your desk and you aren't willing to paint a wall to block there potential, yeah. yeah exactly then what other things are you neglecting in your life mm-hmm. to withhold the success or the love or the whatever Fundance, whatever yeah mm-hmm. to,
0: to come in and that's know? exactly where that man luck that other portion happens right you maybe even rotate your desk because this is that's easy you're like it's my space I have control over it but if you don't apply for the jobs like if you don't go on the dates you know if you don't go exercise like that is why we are human beings we have to create our life as well we're co-creators and so (laughs) like you have to put in some effort to it as well yeah yeah so
1: That's so fantastic. Jeanette, I know so many people are going to want to know where to find you. Where can they get in touch with you and just take take some time to tell them where they can hear and get in contact with
0: you? Sure. So Instagram is a great place at Elemental Clarity. And then I started a YouTube channel to give people more of that hands-on, the how-tos. The I do a little bit of mindset work. So some affirmations and like how these mindsets will change your space And then I also do, um, I help people calculate their personal energy number. You really should just go to the cheat sheet because it's super easy. But then I did like a video on setting up your Zoom background to support your personal energy number and things like that. So YouTube's really fun for the how-tos and the visuals. And uh, Instagram at Elemental Clarity is an easy follow. And if you're interested in a consult, go to my website. Everything is at Elemental Clarity. Thank you so much. This yeah. is such a great, great time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love it so much. It's so great. I'm excited for it to take off, feng shui in general. It's so helpful for people. And I I also want to add, this is an awkward thing to end on, but so many people are buying homes right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a really juicy fact that feng shui, we can tell you if it's going to be supportive to you prior to you purchasing the home, right? If this floor plan tells us about the teeth and the and all the funny stuff like that, and if money energy comes to the home, it can save you so much money to know the feng shui ahead of time. Again, feng shui is just the energy. So we look at that floor plan, we look at what numbers are around and I, I can say, do you want this to be your forever home or do you want this to be a home you purchase really quick and sell really quick? And that floor plan will tell me, yeah, this is good for the next 20 years. It's supportive to you. You'll be happy. You'll be healthy. You'll be good. This one, not worth your time. Don't put your money into this. So for all of the people right now, I know real estate is booming, booming, booming. And I know, I think I've heard prices are super high, but if it's the perfect home for you, we can see that ahead of time. So we can save you some time and money and some heartache by making sure you get the right house for you. Yeah. So it's a good thing to look at the feng shui even before you purchase if you have that opportunity.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. peace of mind. That's what you give people. I think that's that's a,
0: that's a wonderful gift. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. If
1: you'd like to join in on the conversation, we
2: invite you to come be a part of the HDC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at have the Combo
1: information on all of our shows guests and more visit htcpod.com
2: while you're there be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode
1: talk soon